Welcome to Tabernacle of Praise, Church of God in Christ, where we believe in encouraging, empowering, and equipping people to live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us now as we enter into our worship experience. We pray that this service will be a blessing to you and your life. The source of our strength. It is in the Lord, hallelujah, that we live and move and have our being. Hallelujah. If you know that, would you just put your hands together and help me to appreciate the Tabernacle of Praise Church Sanctuary Choir. My God. Hallelujah. We honor the Lord for his goodness on today. Hallelujah. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. I was glad when they said unto me, like David said, glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. This morning, for whatever the reason is, and you know, we've come to understand a little bit better the tactics of the enemy. My father-in-law used to put it this way. He says, when the Lord starts blessing, the enemy starts messing. And I can't remember the last time that the screens didn't work. I, I guess he was hopeful that you wouldn't have brought your Bibles to church or have a Bible app on your phone. And so I invite you to read along with us this morning. We're going to uh, try to give our speech this morning and use as a backdrop the book of Acts chapter 28, the first six verses. If for some reason uh, you didn't bring your Bible to church or you don't have a Bible, you don't have the Bible app on your phone, we have lovely people here that, that would just love to stand by you so that you might be able to read along with us the word of the Lord. Don't want you to just take it for granted. What we preach, amen, it comes from the Holy Bible. And so we would that you would avail yourself, not be embarrassed if for some reason, and join yourself. The 28th chapter of the book of Acts, beginning at the verse 1, and we'll conclude our reading at verse 6. When you have it, say amen. amen. And when they were escaped, then they knew that the island was called Melita. And the barbarous people showed us no little kindness, for they kindled a fire and received us everyone because of the present rain and because of the cold. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, there came a viper out of the heat and fastened on his hand. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hand, they said among themselves, no doubt, this man is a murderer whom, though he has escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffereth not to live. And he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. Howbeit they looked 
when they when he should have swollen or fallen down dead suddenly but after they had looked a great while and so saw no harm come to him they changed their minds and said he was a god word of the Lord is blessed. I could say so much more. I could go so much farther. But in the interest of time, we'll stop right there. Just before we pray, would you just turn to someone and you need to speak almost prophetically to them and just say to them, you will survive it. You will survive it. Just say to somebody else, it tried to take you out. But you survived it. Let's pray. Spirit of the living God, we come thanking you. Lord, for your goodness, your loving kindness. God, we thank you for it because you're faithful and certainly attentive to all of our needs. We thank you, Lord, that you're still the high priest that we can cast all of our cares on because you care for us. You've said in your word that we can come boldly before the throne of grace so that we might obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. And so we stand here, God, in your presence, O oh Lord Jesus, throwing ourselves at your mercy, realizing, O oh God, that great is your mercy toward us. And so, Lord, we come because we have needs. We come, Lord, because we realize that you're our very present help in the time of trouble, in the time of need. And somebody today, God, needs you. They need a turnaround. They need a reset. They need a reprieve. Hallelujah, God. They need to be able to overcome whatever it is that's coming at them in the name of Jesus. God and you have gathered us here together for the purpose of just letting us know that you're still an on-time God. That no weapon that's formed against us is able to prosper because you're on the job. God, that if you let it come, it didn't come to stay. It came to pass. And so we thank you, Lord Jesus, that you're faithful. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, go, oh God, that even this that we are experiencing now, God, we realize, oh God, that it's just a stepping stone on the way, oh God, to a blessing that you've already prepared for us. And so we've learned in tribulation to still give you the glory, to still lift up the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. To still proclaim, oh God, that you're our God and that you're faithful beyond our ability to even imagine. For this, God, we give you praise and thanks. We say thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. You may be seated. I was headed a different direction as sometimes, Boone, I'm, I'm off and I'm thinking that I'm going in one direction and the Lord is so full of jokes. Uh, pushes us off into a different direction. And I've learned after being a, a little bit hard-headed to just go ahead and go with God, flow with him, because if you don't, you, you know, the result won't be exactly what he intends or you intend. And so I solicit your prayers on this morning. I don't know what it is that you're 
going through. I don't know what has attacked you, what has bitten you, what venom has threatened your success, your future, your relationships, your whatever it is. But I believe God sent me here this morning to tell you to shake it off. To shake it off. Hallelujah, because the, the Lord never intended for whatever it is that you're engaged in to take you out. Hallelujah, he has allowed it to come on you so that it might build you up and make you better. And so I'm asking you to help me this morning. Would you just turn to your neighbor and just say this with me? Just say, I don't know what you've been through. I don't know what you had to put up with. I don't know what battles recently you have had to fight. And perhaps you are at your wit's end. But God is using me to tell you that this latest thing that you're going through, you don't have to take it. You can shake it off and put it behind you. Somebody ought to give him a praise right there. The Bible says that man that is born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. And so that lets me know that trouble will come. It's impossible to go through this life without experiencing some degree of, of trouble. Trouble is a byproduct of living. And I need to let somebody know today that storms will come and storms will test you. The winds will blow. The lightning will flash. The thunder will roar. And you will wonder sometimes if you are able to stand. But my Bible says to stand therefore. When you have done all to stand, just keep standing. You might not be able to go forward. Hallelujah, don't go backwards. If you can't move forward, just stand and mark time. But whatever you do, keep standing. Storms will arise sometimes so fiercely, so tenaciously, that you'll feel like everything around you is going to break up as a result of the storm. But, but you need to have the ability, amen, to, to have a storm disrupt your life without the storm dislocating you from your position. You might not quite understand that. You can't help it that the storm comes. You can't, uh, you can't help it that the storm may tear up everything around you. Just don't let it tear you up. That after the enemy has taken his best shot, we'll have a testimony. That after all I've been through, I'm still here. After everything that I've been through, I'm still giving God the glory. Devil, I've taken your best shot. And you can't destroy me. 
was this kind of storm that Paul faced when he had cautioned the shipmaster not to set sail, but rather to stay in Crete and not try to journey over the sea. And I guess whatever type of technology they used at that particular point in time to determine whether or not a storm was on the horizon that the shipmaster had taken every precaution and he didn't see it. But he didn't have the, the, the humility enough to hear the voice of the prophet saying, don't go. But the shipmaster sailed anyway. And the result of that decision that he made was total destruction of the ship. And it is recorded in the book of Acts chapter 27 where in the midst of the storm, Paul does his best to assure all of those that were on the ship to not jump ship. Hallelujah. That's a tendency that, that we have sometimes that when trouble comes, we want to jump ship. But I'm telling somebody that's going through something right now, whatever you do, don't jump. Stay with the ship. Stay with God. Whatever you do, I don't care what anybody else does, you stay with God. Don't jump overboard, but stay right here. That sometimes things that you are, go that you are counting on, Glory to God, they are going to break up on you. Relationships that you depended on may, may break up on you. A job that you thought that you could depend on, it might give out on you. Glory to God, it doesn't matter what breaks up around you, just don't you break up. And so the Bible declares that without a stern, without a rudder, without a sail, that the people were left when the storm came out in the middle of the ocean, snatching at pieces of the boat in order to get themselves to safety. Is there anybody in here that has ever gone through anything but you have made it to safety? You need to testify so that the people that's going through right now will understand and know that God is going to get you through this. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You made it to your destination. You made it to your goal. You had to go through a lot, but, but you still got there. God brought you over on broken pieces. God brought you over on a piece of a job. God brought you over as a single parent. God brought you over. Hallelujah. When the odds were against you, God was for you. And he said, if I'm for you, I'm more than the world against you. But it was just enough for you to hold on to so that you could actually get through the storm. And so there these men and women are, if there were women on the ship that were traveling and it's, the storm is breaking up the ship and they're holding on to pieces. They've got a death grip, hallelujah, on a piece of wood and with no navigational system, with no stern, no rudder, no sail. Watch God in the midst of all of this turbulence and turmoil. God guided all of them safely to shore. It was this kind of storm that 
the apostle Paul had confronted when he finds himself shipwrecked, the Bible says here, on the island called Melita. The currents have pushed him onto this island and he's surrounded by barbarians. He's tired. I know he's tired. He has weathered the storm. He's half dead. He's weary. He is praying to God probably for consciousness. It's raining. The Bible says it's cold. And I'm sure he's exhausted. He has gone through the storm. And it's as though he had no choice but to go through the storm. And isn't it funny that sometimes we have no choice in the storms that we have to go through. Stuff that we didn't even think that we could take. We've ended up having to take it because we had no choice. You thought that you couldn't live in this world without a certain person, but, 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 but that person left or God took that person off the scene. Uh, hallelujah. And you don't have any choice but to live day by day. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Until God brings you totally and completely out. Uh, your heart is broken by whatever the circumstance that you find yourself in. And you don't believe that you can go any further. But let me be the one to tell you that God is faithful. Hallelujah. He promised that he would never leave you. He would never forsake you. When mother and father forsake you, the Bible says, then the Lord uh, will take you up. Hallelujah. Would you just shout across the room to somebody and tell them, you're not in this by yourself. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. He is shipwrecked because of a storm. And sometimes what happens in life is life turns things upside down and you have to learn how to survive it you have to learn how to survive it until God brings deliverance so that you can actually live again and one thing that we learn about Paul throughout his life is he's a survivor if you're a survivor would you just touch your neighbor and tell your neighbor you're sitting next to a survivor I don't have time to tell you my whole story, but I survived. Hallelujah. What the enemy thought would kill me. I survived what he thought would take me out. There was some stuff that went on in my own life. I didn't realize. I didn't know whether I could take it or not, but I survived it. The job didn't make it, but I made it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There are millions around me didn't make it, but I'm one of the ones that did. Some of the stuff. Glory to God. It looked real bad, but I praise God that when you look at me, I don't look like what I've been through. I'm still here. 
Hallelujah. It may have made me cry, but I'm still here. It may have left me broken, but I'm still here. It may have left me disjointed and frustrated, but I'm still here. It may have made me tired and weary and sometimes lonely and sometimes I had to cry myself to sleep, but, but I'm still here because I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. And I just want to celebrate all the survivors right now. Hallelujah. You survived it. I'm going to celebrate you because sometimes when you've been through so much, uh, you come out on the other side of it. Uh, hallelujah. And success, victory doesn't always take, taste like you thought it would take taste because it took so much out of you. It took so much out of you to get to the destination. It took so much out of you for you to finally reach your goal that it doesn't feel like what you had, would imagine it should have felt like. And primarily it's because it costs you so much. And now you don't feel that exuberating, exhilarating feeling that you thought you were going to have because you, uh, you feel somewhat spent and somewhat burned out and somewhat weary. And it takes a little while for, for sometimes for you to begin to appreciate just how far God has brought you out. And sometimes it takes a little while before you have the courage enough to look back over everything that you've been through. And say if it had not been for the Lord uh, who was on my side uh, hallelujah bless the Lord oh my soul uh, and all that it was in me hallelujah before you say thank you Jesus uh, for all that you have have done for me before you have the ability to say to look back and say like David it was good for me that I had been afflicted because if I had never been afflicted I would have never known the power of God See, see, there are some times that you go through so much on the road to success until it doesn't quite feel like success. And that's why you need somebody around you to help celebrate you. Because sometimes you don't feel like celebrating. And so you come into the house of the Lord, uh, hallelujah, sometimes where we, are, we don't just have praises in here, we don't have, just have worshipers in here, but sometimes we've got cheerleaders in here. And their primary purpose is when they find out you come out on the other side, uh, they're there to celebrate you. Come on, let's celebrate the survivors today. Hallelujah. 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 I look bad, but I'm here and I praise it and magnify the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The ship didn't make it. Hallelujah. The cargo didn't make it. Some of my friends didn't make it. My co-workers didn't make it. Some of my loved ones, my relatives didn't make it. But I'm here and I'm giving God the glory. And so Paul has made it. He has made it. He's made it, even though the ship broke up, he has made it to the island of Melita. 
But before the consciousness and the full benefit of what has just happened to him by him making it is realized before he has an opportunity to appreciate it watch this because this has probably happened to some of you all too he has a fresh threat on his life he has survived the tumultuous winds. He has survived the billowing waves out on the sea. He has, he has survived the breaking up of the ship. He has survived getting to the island on a piece of a plank or whatever it was. He's survived the adversity, the, thaw, thaw, the, the storms that threatened to, to kill him, to take him out. He survived every wave that must have hit him, he thought probably surely this is it this is going to be the one that that takes me out only to finally get to the shore and realize another fresh threat when you have to have a, a relationship with the Lord so that you don't faint in the days of adversity. You have to remember what God said because some of you, hallelujah, before you can get completely out of one thing, here comes something else. Hallelujah, while you've given your attention to this thing that's trying to threaten you, hallelujah, glory to God, I don't know who I'm talking to, but, but seem like you're blindsided by something that you wasn't even paying attention to. And you have to remember what God said about your situation. That when you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And when you go through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. Hallelujah. When you pass through the fire, you shall not be burned. That whithersoever thou goest, I'm with you. And sometimes the only thing that you can hold on to is what, to what, is what God has spoken over your life. And some of you, all you can hear God say, hallelujah, is you're going to make it. Hallelujah, even the song starts playing in your head. Some way, somehow, I know I'm going to make it. Hallelujah. After this, there will be glory. Hallelujah. I just need to be able to make it to the other side. <laughs> and you keep hearing God saying that to you. And so you, 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 you keep going. You don't want to go. Hallelujah. But something on the inside keeps pushing you, keeps telling you that you're going to make it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You keep telling yourself that God said to me, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. Glory to God. And so after a while, you have to learn how to preach to your own self. See, if you're going to live this life, you got to have a little preach in you. So when there's nobody else around you, uh, you can use the word of God to encourage yourself. You got to be able to say to self, self, uh, hold on a little while longer. Self, uh, weeping may endure for a night, but joy uh, is coming in the morning. Uh, somebody say, self. 
Hallelujah. I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. Self, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Self, be not weary in well-doing. For in due season, you shall reap if you don't lose heart. And so there Paul is. He has made it through the storm. He's lying there on the beach, on the shore. Glory to God, he's exhausted. Probably going in and out of consciousness. It's raining. It's cold. And after a while, he looks up and sees people gathering from everywhere. And they begin to talk to one another. And before too long, the Bible says they start gathering sticks and wood and start building a fire. And just to show you what kind of man Paul was, that when he saw them building a fire for him, he somehow got up enough strength to start picking up sticks too. Because understand, Paul has a strong determination to survive. He has a strong will, like some of you, to live. Anybody else would have just laid there and played unconscious. Just played it out. Hallelujah. Just gave, given in to their affliction. And just simply laid there and let somebody else build a fire for them. But Paul has such a strong determination to survive that even when he was weak and weary and probably didn't have all of his faculties together, when he saw somebody helping him, he adopted my philosophy. That if I see you helping me, I'm going to try to help you to help me. And so Paul begins to pick up sticks too. And the Bible says that when he had gathered a certain bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire a viper driven out by the heat came out and elder didn't just bite him but the bible said he fastened his hand to him he didn't just hit it and let it go but he dug the fangs in and held on and let me tell you something you don't know what you've got in your hand until you get it close to the fire. Everything that looks like it's a stick is not a stick. And everybody that comes along along your way, hallelujah, they don't come along your way to help you. I don't know who I'm talking to. Sometimes things and people attach themselves to you for the purpose of trying to take you off course, for the purpose of sapping the strength out of you, of destroying you. Somebody is trying to kill you. 
I don't know, maybe I'm just preaching to myself this morning. But the Bible says that the heat brought it out. Follow, stay with me, don't go nowhere. The heat brought the viper out. See, that's why it's good to have a good prayer life. That's why it's healthy to have a good praise life. That's why it's important to have the power of the Holy Ghost in your life. So whenever you're not sure what it is that you have in your hand, all you got to do, put a little fire to it. Just tell somebody, put a little fire to it. Because fire will make the snake come out. I said fire will make the evil come out. As long as it's cold, the snake can hide. As long as your faith is cold, as long as your joy is cold, as long as you don't have anything going on spiritually in your life, as long as your praise life is cold, that old evil spirit can just hang out. But when you get hot, Hallelujah. When the spirit of the Lord uh, is upon you, uh, when, the, when the power of the Holy Ghost is down on the inside of you, uh, it's going to make it uncomfortable for the snake to hide out. Would you just shout at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, put some fire on it. You trying to figure out who's with you and who's not with you? Put some fire on it. You trying to figure out who's your friend and who's your enemy? Just put some fire on it. Hallelujah. Who's working at your job trying to undermine you? Put some fire on it. You're trying to figure out who's trying to sabotage your success, who's trying to undermine your efforts. Uh, glory to God. Just put some fire on it. So there Paul stands. I'm trying to get out of here and quit. Hallelujah. He stands there. Would you just tell your neighbor if it's not one thing? is something else <laughs> he has survived the thing that potentially was trying to take him out that was trying to drown him at sea glory to God that was trying to kill him he survived that <sighs> like have you ever been praying about this and before you can get an answer for this here comes that He is standing there, cold, half unconscious, with a snake on his hand. The thing that you thought was going to kill you didn't kill you. But the thing that you never saw coming has now blindsided you. And Paul says, I was praying about the storm. I wasn't even thinking about a snake. And the snake didn't just bite him. 
but it bit him so hard until it attached itself to his hand. And when the people of Melita saw the snake had attacked, watch, follow me, stay with me, uh, had attacked his hand, glory to God, they gasped and said among themselves, no doubt he's a murderer. Though he escaped the sea, vengeance or justice is being done. And in studying the background of the people of Melita, you will find that justice was a God that they believed in and worshiped. They believed that whatever happened to you, whether good or bad or indifferent, was just life's way of getting even with you. So if you were going to die, that was justice being served to settle the score. So they thought perhaps that he was a murderer and justice was just getting even with him. Here is the problem. Sister Middleton, Paul was a murderer. See, y'all haven't been reading your Bible. Paul was a murderer. See, it's easy to fight off what somebody is saying about you when you know it's not true. But what do you do? How do you defend yourself when somebody peeks underneath the cover? How do you defend yourself? You already weak, you're already tired, you're already physically, mentally, emotionally exhausted. And here comes some critic saying, you just getting what you deserve anyway. The reason that you're sick like that is because you're just getting what you deserve anyway. The reason all of this is happening to you is because you're just getting what you deserve anyway. And they had, they had slipped up on something because he was a murderer. And it's all right if they bring up something that you're not guilty of. But what do you do when somebody touches on something that you're struggling with? See, somebody had forgotten that Paul was a murderer. He was a Christian killer. The Bible said he held the coats of the men that stoned Stephen. He had built up a career and came into power arresting and having saints executed. But now he's saved. Now you saved. Now you changed. And he's trying to go on with his life. But isn't that just like somebody when you're trying to go on with your life you're changed now. You're not the same person. Hallelujah. But somebody will always be trying to reach into your past to try to intimidate you. They accuse him of, of what he did. And the enemy loves to haunt you with your past and thwart an attempt to, to get God to change his mind about what he wants to do with you and how he wants to get the glory out of your life. 
It is believed by some Bible teachers and scholars that it was because of Paul's storied past that he encountered so much trouble doing ministry that ultimately he was just reaping what he had sown. I came across a passage of scripture, Brother Anton, it was in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, and most of you all know it and can, can quote it. It says, but if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things are new. So would you just tell somebody, don't judge me according to where I've been. I need you to judge me as to where God's got me going. Because I'm not the same person I used to be. Hallelujah. I'm not the old character. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. You've got to get to the point where you do like, like Paul did. Paul, the Bible said that, that they, were, they were murmuring, complaining, but, but, he, the, the, but the snake that had bit him, he shook him off. And that's what we've got to learn how to do when the critical comes. Uh, hallelujah. When folk come to attack you, you've got to be able to shake some stuff off and put that behind you. The word of the Lord says when the barbarians, they were standing there and they were waiting. Glory to God. They saw him shake it off, but they were waiting for him to swell up. They were waiting for him to fall over. They were waiting for him to pass out and die. And after a while, None of that happened. And, and I just want to say this one thing before I go. Verse 6 says, how be it when they, when he should have swollen, when he should have fallen dead suddenly, but after they had looked a great while and saw no harm to come to him, they changed their minds. And I just need to let somebody know in here before we go that God is going to change people's mind about you. When they see that no attack, no weapon that's formed against you, hallelujah, is prospering. Hallelujah, when they see you go through it, but you come out on the other side of it, and you're still giving God the glory, you're still giving God the praise, they're going to change their mind about you. And don't let people's words uh, get into your spirit because sometimes words are like poison. Everybody's sitting around waiting to see if you're going to fall, to see if you're going to quit, to see if you're going to throw in the towel, uh, if, to see if you're going to give up on God. Uh, the devil is a lie. Hallelujah. God has brought us too far. He has done too much. Uh, he has taken us over hills and valleys. Uh, glory to God. Uh, and you need to just tell somebody in here just to shake that thing off. Whatever your snake looks like, shake the snake. Just go home. Just go home with this little saying in your spirit. Uh, just shake the snake. Whatever it is, whoever's coming at you, it ain't right. Just shake the snake. 
Sometimes you got to be able to talk back to the devil. Talk back to him. Talk back to people. Especially people that's expecting you to die. Tell them I'm not dying. I shall live and not die. Hallelujah. I shall declare the glory of the Lord. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving in. I'm not quitting. I'm not going anywhere. You may as well get used to me. Hallelujah. Because I'm giving God the glory. Hallelujah. I'm one of his lead praises. Hallelujah. I worship him above everybody else. Hallelujah. And God inhabits my praise. And the more I praise him, the more he'll heal me. The more I praise him, the more he'll bless me. The more I praise him, the more powerful I become. As we're standing all over the building, I just wish I could get a choir, hallelujah, to say I'm a survivor. Hallelujah. The songwriters say, through many dangers and toil, I've already come. Grace has brought me this far. And I'm going to stay right under the blood because grace is going to lead me on. Hallelujah. I want to pray for someone on today. Hallelujah. I, I'm, I'm just praising God. I'm just waiting for God to release us to, so that I could actually lay hands. I believe that time is coming. There's something powerful about the transfer. Hallelujah. But I just believe that God still has a word that is very powerful. When his word goes out, it has the ability to accomplish that that he wants to accomplish. Hallelujah. And so I'm going to ask you to stand with me. Those of you that are worshiping by way of live stream, I'm going to ask you to bow your heads with me in a word of prayer. Certainly want to pray the strength of God over your life. Pray that God will give you the kind of inner strength that you need to weather every storm. Precious Father, we come thanking you. Thanking you, Lord Jesus, for this time. God, for the benefit that we have of being in your presence. Because we realize and know, oh God, in your presence, God, there's fullness of joy. In your presence, there's benefit. In your presence, there's healing and deliverance. In the name of Jesus, in your presence, God, there is joy forevermore. God, somebody, oh God, that needs, hallelujah, a touch from you, oh God, the assurance from you. God, that whatever it is that they're going through, God, you're going through it with them. You said in your word, oh God, that after he has tried me, I shall come forth as pure gold. Your word says, hallelujah, that after we have suffered a while, that you would establish us, strengthen us. God, that you would perfect us, that you would make us complete. And so we're believing you to, for that today. God, we're not angry. We're not upset about what we're going through. You said in your word, oh God, consider it. Hallelujah. Consider it joy. Hallelujah. To have a degree of praise, oh God. When we find ourselves going through the fiery tests and trials as though something, some strange thing has come upon us. To be exceedingly glad that God has chosen us even in the moment of trial and testing 
so that we might prove to be faithful. God, we're believing, oh God. Hallelujah. Even after the test, God, after every test, there's a reward. After every test, there's a benefit. In the name of Jesus, God calls us, oh God, to realize and be excited. God, about where it is that you're taking us. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Realizing, oh God, that it's in these moments when our strength, hallelujah, is being uh, understood and, and realized. It's in these moments, oh God, where we realize just how strong we are in you. And so we give you glory and honor. We give you praise. Oh God, even in the midst of adversity, knowing that he that has begun a good work in us shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. God, we ask that you'll continue your hand that's good upon these, your people, in the name of Jesus. God, that you'll show yourself strong. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Create a level of strength on the inside of them so that we'll be able to endure hardness as good soldiers and not think it's strange when these fiery trials come to try us. In the name of Jesus, God, we've learned that in everything and every circumstance to give you glory and honor and praise you said in your word God that all things work together for good them that love the Lord those that are called according to his purpose and we are called according to your purpose and we thank you for it now in Jesus' matchless name we pray we say thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord Hallelujah, somebody that still loves the Lord in spite of all that you're going through. Hallelujah, let's give him a praise. Glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, glory. Hallelujah, the Lord is working it out. Hallelujah. On our Thank you for listening today. If you want to learn more info about our church, visit us on our website at www.topchurchlv.com. We hope this message encouraged you to know you can live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us next week for another sermon to uplift your spirit.